It is Supercoach Professionals Podcast. Origin is here. Well, one week away, but certainly the Origin rounds have begun. I hope that the buy planning has worked in your favour to this point. We can just help you that last stretch of the way. Of course, I am Paulie G. Paul Grzadka with you as always. Peter Hanscom as well joining us this week. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm very good, thanks, Paul. Paul, how are you? Yes, all all getting very exciting coming up to Origin. Origin uh, just around the corner. Tigers winning on the weekend. It wasn't pretty, but I was there. Uh, very enjoyable uh, to see them get up. Um, so, you know, all things being said, I cannot complain one iota, Pete. And um, even even Supercoach seems to be um, starting to do me some favours with injuries. So anyway, I'll, we'll, we'll just see what happens. Won't crow, crow too early, still way down near the bottom of our All-Stars League. But uh, maybe, just maybe, there's uh, some miraculous uh, recovery in store just yet. Um, certainly this week, Dominator Predictor um, helping a lot with some pickups, and we're going to go through those, of course, as we get through the show. Um, we should start with the uh, Could You Bay Health and Injury Care Injury... Uh, <laughs> Injury report, I should say, and that um, is quite light on this week, mainly looking at guys returning from uh, injury. Nathan Brown, we will get to the team shortly, but uh, Nathan Brown returning to the 21, not named in the 17. He could be half a chance. We're desperate, desperately seeing to see how he goes. He's a guy that always puts up good numbers when he's on the park. Jack Goshevsky, there might be a few around there who kept hold of him on the bench. He's back via the interchange um, just in cha- time for the buy round. And Daniel Tupo returning from a pec injury. Probably not someone that you own at this point, but we know a guy that can go large any given week. And um, we'll be keeping an eye on that, but basically in regards to, to Pat, not too much to report. I guess just those Dragons players who all look like they're going to play Ben Hunt and Jack DeBellin the following Wednesday. Uh, maybe, Pete, a couple of those guys might find it um, difficult to back up from Origin, but we're really not going to know that. You have to just watch us on Twitter for that one post game, of course, next Wednesday. Well, that's always the fear, isn't it? I, I don't know how McGregor and the other coaches are going to balance it, but that's all part of the their Origin deal and all part of the thing you have to be very careful with around uh, Super Coach time at the moment. I remember last year with uh, Cameron Smith with him sitting out a game or two, and you know a few a few Super Coach yep. people having palpitations. I think. <laughs> Thanks to Could You Bay Health and Injury Care, of course. If you live in the Sydney region, give Pat a call or simply uh, visit our website, www.supercoachpros.com, and click on the link for 20% off your first visit. It's not just sporting injuries that Pat takes care of. Back and neck are his specialties. Um, look, highly recommend him. Get down there, um, give him a visit, and uh, um, take advantage of that 20% off as well. Let's move on to the best for round 12. It was Matt Moylan topping the pops. He turned up everywhere on the field, um, basically against the hapless Knights. Uh, I think, Pete, you were saying earlier, they've got a great record, Cronulla, against Newcastle. Um, we know the Knights are very weak against the halves, so it paid dividends here, not necessarily a precursor for Moylan, as the Sharks generally prefer to win ugly unless they have a game like Newcastle in Newcastle, especially during the day where they can throw it around a little bit. Cameron Smith also back to his best. He seemed fired up, Pete. Maybe he's rejuvenated after deciding to call it a day on origin. He Could he be a big one to own now? I think he could well be. Um, I, I paid close attention to the Storm Cowboys game the other night, and he he was really you know the best player on the field by some distance. You know, he mm. scored the, a great try there. was everywhere 
and defence put a lot of pressure on Thurston to, to, to block the field goal. So, yeah, he could well be, um, you know, packs a bit of super coach form. He went down a bit earlier this year, but, yeah, I think he could well be on the way up. Never, never knock a champ, as they say. That's right. And the thing of it is, um, you know, goal-kicking, Captain Melbourne, there's some pretty strong contenders out there this year for, pretend, you know, there's no obvious um, favourite, I think, to win the comp. So Melbourne's really got to go through quite a few teams. Obviously, your Dragons, the Panthers right up there, Souths right up there, Sharks looking good. So I think Cameron Smith's going to be pretty fired up. Um, so we'll see. More Sharks in Jesse Ramian and Val Holmes in that top uh, list from last week. Then Nick Kotrick, who is agonisingly close to New South Wales selection. The impressive Jack Whiten seems to enjoy playing Manly. And while um, they were all hit three figures, those blokes, and while Angus Crichton didn't quite get it, he was next uh, below, but the only one in the 90s, he was so good, Pete, that he ended up winning an unlikely bench spot for the Blues as a result. Uh, he's been terrific. Like We liked him last year, and he's and under the new coach this year, he's, he seems to be going better and better. And yeah, he's great for great for super coach. Generally, plays the eighty or very very close to. And he's he's just his work rate's fantastic. He's he's basically you know uh, following in the footsteps of Sam Burgess there. Let's move on to the notable team selections for this round. And uh, Sean Lane shifting to lock with Jake Dvorovic out and Frank Winterstein on the edge up beside Coruscant back for uh, at hooker for Manly. Brad Parker, Jack Goshevsky, as we said a bit earlier, also on the interchange that um, Goss timing perfect um, if you kept hold of him. The Cowboys reinstate Lachlan Coote and Ethan Lowe um, with a few guys missing through origin. And Nari Tuala getting a shot to start. Ben Hampton back to the bench. I think uh, Petey's going to be a good one to bring in this week for some money-making and the fact that he actually does play because most guys aren't going to have 17, let's face it, this round. Absolutely. Um, yeah, everyone's going to be a little bit short. So, yeah, no, I fully agree with you there, 100%. The uh, South Sydney, they've named Adam Dewey as the new fullback. Look, don't be shocked if Mawini Hiroti, he's been named in the 21, a bit of an unknown at this point, but he gets a, he could end up at fullback. He's reputably an absolute flyer. Um, we've got Heimel Hunt and Braden Burns in the centres that have been named because obviously no Inglis or Gagai and Johnston still injured. So there's a good chance that Dewey just goes back to the centres if Hiroti does play. Um Bad luck for Sam Burgess owners. He's shifting to the right edge. Hopefully Adam Reynolds can put him over for a try or at least get him into the clear for a line break because obviously his base stats will be lower. It's Cameron Murray that gets the uptick as he'll start at lock. And I'd say that with the bench they've got, Tyrrell Fermano returns. Mark Nichols gets another shot on the interchange. They're not big minute eaters, so probably Murray's playing close to 80 there. Um, Cronulla Siani Katoa unfortunately not named this week but he is in the 21 Sasai Fecky getting the nod to replace Valentine Holmes there is still hope obviously you're not really um, you're just you're not having 17 as we said earlier so if Katoa's he's in your team regardless you're just hoping that that Cronulla and Flanagan end up playing him. Um, Parramatta have lost Corey Norman to a, I think it's a foot injury. Bevan French named at fullback, but we're thinking Jamin Salmon might make his debut. We've been sort of calling that for a couple of weeks now. Clint Gutherson could end up going to fullback. Salmon would play in the halves. Nathan Brown is into the 21. Probably still a week away, unfortunately, although you probably did move on from him anyway. The Knights, um, they've lost uh, Herman S.A.S. to suspension and Nathan Ross to injury. Um, 
Cody Dennis and Jacob Lindemann will start in their stead. The Roosters, a few changes with um, Origin hitting them pretty hard. Blake Ferguson is at fullback. There's a newcomer, Matthew Ikuvalu, on one wing and Daniel Tupo returning on the other with Joseph Manu shifting to centre. We'll be keeping an eye on Ikuvalu, though. He's probably not going to get a lot more opportunities after this game, to be fair. Victor Radley will get the start in the second row. Makes him an interesting spot start, at least for Moneyball and the like. Uh, Pete, he's been a pretty impressive all season long and now the chance to play 80. Yeah, he has been. Uh, there's been some big reps on him coming off the bench and I remember his, uh, his try-saving, I think his game-saving tackle um, against Manly um, six weeks or so ago there. And uh, no, he's been in terrific nick and he's, he's that rare commodity too. He's a Roosters junior and uh, no, he's been going very, very well. Yeah, interesting to see Ryan Madison named. He was a late withdrawal last week due to not getting over the concussion. Paul Momorowski's been named in the 21. First time we've seen his name this year. He's a centre, but Mitch Orbison obviously could move into the back row if Madison still isn't right. So a bit of concern if you're a Ryan Madison owner there. And the West Tigers, I believe they've dropped Jacob Little. We're not sure um, if he is injured or not because he didn't have the greatest game on Sunday and he's out of the 21 altogether. Elijah Taylor going to hooker. Matt Eisenhuth lock. Tim Grant on the interchange, but Peter Godinay has been named in the 21. So... Probably, I'm thinking that Godinay might get a go. But I mean, I guess with Josh Reynolds there, um, just as likely that him, uh, Reynolds and Taylor share the 82 makeshift hookers sharing the role, um, quite potentially. The predicted best, according to the predictor, and of course you can find that and the domino and many other important tools on our app. Um, go to the website www.supercoachpros.com to download or simply go onto the Google Store or the App Store and type in Supercoach Pros 2018 to find it. I Coruscant on his return for North Queensland uh, against North Queensland for Manly. We saw what Cameron Smith did just last week. We like that matchup very much. He tops the pop. Sean Fenson getting 80 minutes should be interesting against Manly who give up their fair share of Supercoach points around the board. So that could be an interesting one. Connor Watson... Um, Another team, the Eels, very poor to edge runners and halves, uh, you know, that, that take on the line. Connor Watson uh, fulfills that role nicely. Martin Tapau is up there for Manly. Victor Radley, we mentioned just earlier. Um, Caitlin Ponga for the Knights, as long as he is OK to play. Um, and Sam Burgess for Souths as well. Um, should also mention um, Michael Cheekham and Jason Tamalolo, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Manu Ma'u. A lot of guys that are right up there. Also, the highest price rises for round 14. Uh, Jesse Ramian gets the biggest one. What a game he had last week. Um, Fecky is up there as well. Matt Moylan, we know he's going to get some nice bumps in the next couple of weeks. Mahe Fanua continues to climb. The uh, chain is getting uh, very nicely weighted now in price. Um, obviously, if Radley plays a full 80, as we expect he will, he'll be up there. George Burgess, two tries and two matches. He's climbing the ladder as well. And in the um, the drops, on the other hand, well, Daniel Tupo leaving early last week, of course, meaning that he'll be one of the um, bottom uh, bottoming out before coming back up. Um, ben Hampton, he's going to get 80 minutes now um, with Tuala in the side, so he's going to get a drop as well. And Jonathan Thurston... He's going to go under 400,000, Pete, it seems, um, uh, mm-hmm. in a car in after this week. Well, sad to say, but yeah, but that's about what he should be valued at at the moment on current form. He's just, um, super coach wise, he, he's just not there like he, like he used to be. And, you know, it has a flow on effect to some of the other Cowboys players. And, 
Yeah, that's just that's just reality. We've discussed reputation against <laughs> Foreman. He's just, you called he's it. I think you were the first to call it very early on, and uh, I wish I listened to you. But uh, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's how, it, how it how it how the cookie crumbles. But certainly, listen to this man, and and that's exactly how it played out. And the two round price rises is an important one this week because uh, obviously some of these guys not playing in round thirteen. Um, so you're trying to compare and contrast them with guys that are. Are you going to go heavy on on these guys? You know, only so many trades um, that you have through the season and then obviously round 17 Pete it's pretty much like a split round but they're played instead of being played over you know to a fortnight one half the rounds played in this round round 13 and the other half's going to be played in round 17 it is it is tricky isn't it and it's it's because of this change of format I guess with the with one of the origins being on the weekend but it is um it is a bit strange and it's certainly another obstacle for for super coach people to, uh, players to overcome considering their uh, uh, their options with only four games this weekend as to whether like we have some questions about you know how many players we how many players do you need is the is the eternal question around this time of year so that's the that's the thing to, one of the things to consider at this time certainly guys of the name of like Reese Martin Jack White and Cameron Smith Nick Kotrick and Tavita Pangai are guys that are going to rise heavily in price the following week. So you'll see that on the app when you go to highest price rise for two rounds. It's, it's always good over this time to get a gauge as to which guys you bring in this week. If you if you are going to bring someone in this week, trying to make you some money, Tuala's the obvious one. He's going to go up 60000 in the next two weeks, assuming he plays next week, but we see no reason why he won't. Um, obviously, Hampton's moved to the bench, so it's not like he's playing Origin will be back next week. So he's the only thing is Linnet has been named in the 21, so there's that side of it, um, where Tuala might have a game and then miss out. But I think at this point, worth taking the risk, particularly if Tuala can get a 50 or a 60, which isn't out of the realms against Manly. We, um, you know, Kotrick and Whiten went very large, so there are outside backs can do it. Tuala, you know, probably need a little bit of luck to do it. Um, and no Morgan there to help create, but maybe Thurston can find something. I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, but certainly Tuala's the guy to pick up. And, of course, getting that up, as, as I said earlier, um, via our website, just click on the links, www.supercoachpros.com, or you can go to the App Store or the Google Play Store, depending if you've got an iPhone or Apple iPad as well, it will work. Um, and just thoroughly rec- recommend it, um, not just the predictor, the dominator, the art- articles, the recaps, and the um, previews, of course, and... If you play Moneyball, you've got the Moneyball predictor side of it as well. And, of course, this very podcast downloaded straight to your phone. Very, very convenient. Uh, You can listen to it on the way to work or going for a jog, whatever. Um, Should mention a couple of things before we get to the tweets. Pete, in regards to the Origin teams, we're not going to read out the teams because I think everyone... um, already sort of knows who's playing a lot of uh, new players for New South Wales. But um, if there is sort of any obvious pickups, I'm looking at Jason Tamalolo this week. I don't already own him. Um, obviously, Fafita deliberately rested last week. You know, going to come back this week fresh. Um, there's a few guys that aren't playing, that aren't going to play Origin, um, that are pretty big names and playing, Pete. Yeah, we, you've mentioned um, Tamalolo. There's the obvious one for the Cowboys. Uh, down further for, for the Bunnies, you've also, of course, got um, got Sammy Burgess playing 
Young there. Uh, there's, there's a couple of others as well, as you mentioned, about uh, Andrew Fafita uh, for the Sharks. Uh, Matt Moylan, the big star from last week, whether he's the thing to go for this week is a, is a question we, we're still to cover. Um, and, of course, further down for, for Newcastle, you've got uh, young Caelan Ponger, who's been in very good nick and as, a, as a super coach player this year as well. So, so there's still a few there to, to be uh, keeping an eye on, that's for sure. And good lead-in because we'll get to our tweets now and one of them did ask about Matt Moylan. So let's uh, let's go into depth now. Rob Elkington asking Moylan, Moylan, Moylan. What does one do? Last week I was confused by halves and a way forward. Now Moylan, who burnt me terribly last year, is starting to turn my head in interest. Please, is this a valid interest or more of a poltergeist type thing and history repeats itself? We said earlier in the show, Pete, about how halves against Newcastle do extremely well. Um, halves against the Rabbitohs do not do well. Now, it's no Angus Crichton. He's shut down every left half in the game this year. So if he was still there, we'd be definitely saying no more than he's probably going to score 20 or 30. He's not there, but guess who his replacement is? Sam Burgess. So it doesn't get that much easier. I want to watch his head. So... This is the ultimate dilemma for buy rounds. And in the past, we've seen um, teams like Souths and Parramatta play all three of the buy rounds. So you kind of load up your players and you'll, you'll do all right over the fact that you've got these guys in your lineup. This year, you're only really benefiting for the one week. So if Matt Moylan, you bring him in because he plays this round and your other halves don't, he scores 22 or 32 or even 42, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Um, If you firmly believe he's the guy for you in the halves, sure. But last week, Nathan Cleary, now he's back playing well. And yes, he's going to miss round 17 as well as this round. You would assume he'll miss round 17 because I don't think he'll get dropped from New South Wales. Um, But he's a half. Ben Hunt, another one is going to miss round 17. He's been playing well in the hearts. Um, Daly Chervins is a rung below that, but probably still ahead of Matt Moylan. Gareth Whittop is going to play round 17. He should be in everyone's team as of next week. Um, and there's still a few others you know, just below that level. Um, Matt Moylan, I just... Cronulla just... They prefer to win ugly. They don't usually turn it on like they did last Sunday. No. They're, they're not a real glamorous team, and that's how they won the comp. They won a lot of games where they just ground it out. They're basically the, the Sydney version of Melbourne, you know, large, really, um, for their successful period there. How, and the other thing to take into account is they have this incredible recent record against Newcastle. Like, um, you know, say like someone like Valentine Holmes has scored six, uh, six, tries, six tries in three games. They love playing against them. It, it, yeah, they do. And it, it just is, last week was a bit of an anomaly. And they've got an uh, inexperienced halves combo up there in in Newcastle at the moment too. And, yeah, I just think it's... We used to have that segment, it's a, it's a trap. And I think Moylan it could well be a bit of a trap. I think you'd, you'd want to wait and see a little bit longer for him, for mine. 
Well, Tipsy McStagger asking, worth, uh, is it worth bringing in Gow this week? So we've talked about some of these guys we think will do well. Uh, of the bigger names, we didn't mention Paul Gallon. Tipsy McStagger asking, he's got a huge discount, but will he be able to get back to his glory days? I'm looking at RFM and Hiku, Hiku out for Sergis and Gallon gives me 14 of Katoa plays. Now, Sergis, I mean, he's, he's a keeper anyway. That's fine. He's not going to probably get that high a score, as high a score, unless he can somehow cross for a try. Just being on the edge um, kind of works against him a little bit. Unless we see Fuamono play minutes there, play fairly big minutes, and Burgess ends up in the middle. Maybe that happens at some point um, during the contest. Sam Burgess takes over from one of his brothers, Fuamono comes on the edge, but I would still think at this stage Clark, Nichols, and Totola all are likely to play um, or will sub out the other Bur- the Burgess twins, um, and they'll just sort of rotate. And Sam and Cam Murray will play close to eighty. That's how I foresee it. Um, but unfortunately, for Burgess being on the edge, it might discount him a little bit. But Angus Crichton's been going gangbusters, playing in that same role. So. You know, we've should. I think that's fine. The Gallon one, um, it's a good matchup for Paul Gallon because it will be played tough up the middle. This one, I think Cronulla. We just talked about Matt Moylan getting a down tick against Souths, but guys like Gallon and and Fafita get up ticks because they'll have to be strong and they'll have to play big game time. The question, I guess, is Pete. Is Gallon someone worth holding on to once this game's done? He won't play round 17, so you'll have to you know, make room there. Um, and, you know, have, have you just traded someone in just to trade him out again? Well, that's the risk, isn't it? And that's that's what you're thinking. Like, like we go back to this reputation thing again, and, like, he's had some injuries this year, to be fair, Gallon, and he's a year older. And, you know, I, I just don't think he's quite the, the player that he, that he was. Um, he wasn't, as remember earlier in the year also, when he was playing, is that he wasn't always playing uh, 80 minutes. And so, you know, like he's, his average is not that great. Um, I was just looking now, he's, he's got an, an average of only 47.5 per, per, per round. So it's very similar, really, to what you're saying about Moylan. And I'd, I'd have to say that I, I don't think he's... If you haven't got him, then I wouldn't be bringing him in at the moment. I think Lachlan Fitzgibbon, um, we talked about him extensively on the show the past probably five weeks now. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's, you know, if you look at, at keepers playing this round, besides the obvious ones that we mentioned earlier, I think Fitzgibbon is right in line there. And I think it's hard to go past. Uh, I think it's hard to find too many other ones, at least in the forwards. Um, we, we do like Manu Mau, um, but we don't like what Parramatta are doing, so there's a worry there. Matt Eisenhut's been named to start, but again, you know, much like his cousin Paul Gallen, you probably, um, by the time you get to round 17, he's probably your weakest link that you're trying to get rid of. To do the same thing, tipsy, that you're trying to do right now is try to just get that, bump it up to 13 or 14 players rather than 11 or 12. Victor Radley, well, you might get a good game out of him this week and a price rise. Maybe that's a smarter go. Um, I would do a mid-round trade on those late, games though uh, um, I would be very cautious because you never know with late team lineup changes just how that, that could be affected um, I think I mentioned Souths with Hiroti I think I'm sort of looking at a at, well do I mid round trade him um, but I think Tuala makes it obvious you pick him and, and for mine not owning Tamalolo he'll be my other one and then I just keep Tamalolo and Tuala hopefully makes me enough money to um, 
I can just make that change when I get to um, round 17. So Tuala, you probably don't own him, is probably better than, than Gallon, I would say. Um, let's go to a Facebook question now. Dean Pickup asks, I brought in Walker this week, thinking of just doing one trade and having 12 players for the sake of not wasting trades. Thoughts? Also, who out of Fafita, Tapao and Lolo, to Captain Lolo, should have big minutes this week? Um, I don't know. Walker's been a bit down, Pete, and it's a terrible matchup against Cronulla for, for halfbacks. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be a bit of, bit of a doubtful one myself. He's He was great earlier in the season, but yeah, just the last you know, month or so, he's, uh, things have dropped off a bit for him. And as you say, up against Cronulla, I think that it's a very tough match-up there and in great nick at the moment. But anyway, and yeah, yeah, I, I think I'd be doubtful with, with Walker there. I think, again, Tuala makes more sense because he's cheaper. He's going to hopefully make you some money as long as Linnett isn't a late call-up. But they play first, so it's an easy one. You can look at an hour before kick-off. You can reverse all your changes, if, if you, although you probably only have that one. Um, that's probably the guy I'm looking at. Um, you already own Mitch Moses. I'm not a Moses fan, but at least you can get, you know, they are playing the Knights, so you're going to get his score um, in the halves. And you've got JT there again. At least it's a good matchup. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a tough one, but Tuala for Lomax. Lomax is out for a month, so he's not going to play round 17. Um, most likely, so he's just really sitting on your bench gathering dust. So there's your there's your best change, and probably just keeping your other half. I'm not sure who you had before you brought in Walker, but probably just keeping them for round 17. Um, speaking of such things of, of Moses, TVE asking, hey guys, thoughts on targeting an Eels half this round with how Moylan went last week against the Knights? Also, is Ferguson at fullback a good option? Are there other centre wingers worth looking at for Latrell? Um, good question with Ferguson. I think we'll uh, tackle the Eels halves first. There's no Corey Norman. The two are rumoured not to be getting along that great. Could be... I mean, there are some aspects of it that could see Moses, you know, um, have, an, have a bit of upside here, Pete. There is. Like we said about the uh, halves performing well against Newcastle. But, like... So I, I really don't like the way Parramatta are going at the moment. It's just not working for them. They tried hard again last week, but it's just getting no result. And I, yeah, the halves just don't look. Um, well, they had guts sitting there last week in the halves, of mm. course, with Norman at fullback. Um, it didn't work. No, I, I didn't really think so. I'd, I'd be very reluctant to go Parramatta halves at all. The only thing very, very reluctant. would be if this Jamin Salmon gets named. That yeah. would be your best hope, and, and again, at least you're making some money if he doesn't if it doesn't pan That's out. Right. It is a great matchup. If Gutherson goes yeah. fullback again, a mid round trade, you'd be looking at that hour before kickoff. What are they going to do? Oh, what do you know? You know, um, Arthur's given the young bloke a shot. I mean, he's got Arthur's got nothing to lose at this point in the season. And if Norman's out right. injured, he doesn't even have a publicity storm over it. You know, he just brings him in, lets him have a crack. Um, Arthur's quite conservative, though, as a lot of the NRL coaches are. Um, but, yeah, it'd be good to see him give him a shot. And then, you know, Moses is still more likely to get super coach points over Salmon, but you just never know. And at least with Salmon, you get some money out of it. Um, the Ferguson question, 
we've seen him do well at fullback before, Pete, and then he's still in your team for the next few rounds, so there is something to say for that. Um, again, Roos is playing last. I would say in head-to-head, if you're down and you've only used one trade and it comes to that last game, then Blake Ferguson against the Tigers. We know, although they, they shut down, they've been shutting down teams this year in the past, certainly. Um, outside backs, you know, got nice upticks. Not happening as much this year, but um, it could be worth a shot in head-to-head. I'm not sure if I'm doing it in overall, though. Um, you're trying to get Latrell out because he's going to miss this game and round 17. I don't know where you... Again, Tuala, it just comes back to the same bloke. Do you just try to save some... Try to make some money on Tuala, I think. Still seems like the most obvious um, in that regard. But I'm probably not... I mean, I, I don't... Do you, I wouldn't drop Latrell, would you? I mean, he, miss, he misses two games. Big whoop. Yeah, exactly. He's, I mean, he's too good. You, you, can't, you can't let him go. I wish I had him. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, yeah, keep Latrell. Um, Jared Salmon asks uh, Origin planning aside Did the other representative fixtures have Supercoach impact I know we talked about the Denver test I think a couple of weeks ago I'm not sure if you heard that one Jared But the issue with that being That even if some guys fly back They're not right yet with jet lag And they don't play in round 16 You've got a full complement of people to choose from In round 16 The Origin players would have had a full week off Rather than backing up from Wednesday Because it's a Sunday game Um, So most of those guys are going to back up And um, obviously there's no buys So even if a guy like Gareth Widdop Doesn't play in round 16 We don't even know if he's going to go over there Let's face it But if he didn't play in round 16 He should have enough guys to cover It's the round 17 and 13 Where each For example if Ryan Madison Um, is ruled out this week, it's a massive blow because you've set up your team. You're going to have under the 17. You kind of want everyone in the park. Sione Guitar, a lot of people are hoping that he pulls on, you know, (laughs) he pulls on the jersey when it comes time, not Josiah Fecky. Um, I'm not saying anyone, you know, Tonya Harding it, but, you know, there's some people... (laughs) There's some some people there that would like to see Fecky um, somehow um, end up not starting and Katara in his stead. Um, it's about it, Pete, but we can't go because you're not here next week without your origin um, prediction for next Wednesday night. Oh, geez, it's a tough one. Um, as, a New South, as a person from New South Wales of the last 14 years or whatever it's been with only one serious success, it's just been uh, ridiculous. They've tried all sorts of different things and I've always said... They need to select a side that gives Queensland something to think about instead of being defensive, going on the attack. And I do applaud them for their selection of both Latrell Mitchell and James Roberts. Uh, I'm going to say that it's going to be New South Wales to win this game. But in a close game, I'll say by six. Yeah, well, I'm I'm hoping you're right, but I'm not as optimistic. But I'll I'll save my full... um, my full blurb for next week. But I do think your very young side picked it's gonna to be tough and, and I'm looking just looking down that Queensland one to seventeen, the guys they blood last year, plus guys returning like GI, obviously Billy Slater's still there, even though they've lost a lot. It's still a pretty strong looking lineup and just a lot of debutants for New South Wales. I'm just wondering and 
how that's going to go. But you're right. I mean, I guess they needed to try something different, and they are trying. So we'll give them that. Let's just hope they stick with them. If it doesn't go well on Wednesday week, stick with them because we can't keep chopping and changing. That for sure doesn't work. Uh, but anyway, if you're Queensland listener, you're loving it because basically you guys still look pretty good even when you've lost some of your biggest stars ever. All right, that does it for the show. Thanks, Pete. Um, we'll chat to you post-origin. <laughs> and, um, of course, I am, I'm Paulie G. Paul Grisette. Can we back with you next Tuesday when we're getting really close to Origin? Uh, make sure you download that app. Very big week. You can use all the help you can get and uh, find it at www.supercoachpros.com. Bye for now.